Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Uncovering Secrets of Success, with our guest, Vincent. Thank you for being here today, Vincent. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Vincent. I have worked in the tech industry for 15 years. I grew up in the Bay Area, and I'm a big women tech ally. For the past two years, I have mentored women in non-traditional backgrounds transition to tech. I have successfully helped 12 women transition to developers, product managers, and product designers. I like to give back to the community. I'm a proud dad of two young daughters. They turned three and five in July. And I really want to be that good role model for my daughters. I want to contribute to increasing the ratio of women in tech. I currently work as a senior quality analyst for Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. And I just want to provide a disclaimer that my opinions are only for myself and do not represent Federal Reserve Bank. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here today. Why did you choose this career? Imagine being a detective in a software company, uncovering clues and solving mysteries. That's what it's like to be a QA engineer. I contribute to my team and find and report bugs in products that people use every day. This ensures that the features we ship are of the highest quality. What are the things that you find fulfilling as being a quality assurance engineer? Being a quality engineer is very fulfilling because you are the last in line to find bugs that are going to affect the ship product. Whenever there are bugs that are found in production, it's very expensive to fix. So we are the last stage to make sure that those production bugs don't occur. And I know those stories where There's a production bug out there, and it just makes it so that uh, it may affect the appearance of the company that, oh, wow, this silly bug is out there. That's not a good image. So just being a quality engineer, you have the ability to prevent those things from happening. For sure. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? If I could go back in time, I would tell my younger self, to practice coding problems daily before graduation. After solving these problems, it's helpful to document and explain your thought process. This technique can also be applied to non-coding problems, helping you develop different approaches to problem solving. As you gain that experience, you can share your knowledge with others and help them grow. For sure. 
I think just like, you know, doing the New York Times crossword puzzle in the morning, I think coding problems are a great way to develop your skill as a software engineer. And you never know, there's a December coding challenge. I don't know if you've done it, the, the 25 day challenge in December with the different coding problems. And I think a software engineer of all levels participate in that. And it's a great way to either learn a new language that you haven't played with before, or to just practice your skills in solving problems that are a fun way. Can you recall a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it? Sure. As a professional, you may face challenging situations that can lead to burnout or toxic behavior from colleagues or managers. Working at a startup provides opportunities to wear different hats and be exposed to new things. I remember working on a special project startup where we had a team of five people and only five months to create a Snapchat clone. We successfully built a great looking mobile app within this time frame, but it would have been more successful if we had spent more time on marketing. The long hours we worked helped me learn how to organize and maximize my time to complete tasks efficiently and effectively. Can you speak to the challenges between being in a startup and a more a larger organization? Are they yes. similar or different? What's your experience been? Yes, I can definitely give explanation between startup and big corporation. I would say for a startup, it has a kind of family style environment where you're in small teams, you know each other very well as in hobbies and all your talents. It's just that there may be a lot of extra work where you do have to wear different hats. Sometimes we don't have enough hours to, to complete a project. And so you're asked to take on this extra task and complete it. I know that through my experience with these startups, you make yourself become a stronger engineer. You really want to think about the customer experience because you really care about the product. And then my experience with big corporation is that you're always taking care of a small piece of pie, very specific to that, that product that you're doing. The great thing is that in a bigger corporation, there might be some mentors that you can look for. And it's great because they're in a different group or, and then you can just ask certain questions. But when you're in a startup, you may not get to have that mentor. And so you have to learn on the job. So what advice would you impart to someone just starting their career? Good question. My advice for someone starting their career is to seek out a mentor within your community or network who is empathetic and understands the challenges of early career success. A mentor can provide healthy challenges and answer questions in a comfortable manner. I also recommend joining an employee resource group, ERG, at your first company to gain different perspectives on diversity, equality, and inclusion. That's DEI. Initiatives and expand your network. After a few years of work, Consider volunteering to give back to the community and share what you learned. 
you can include this volunteer experience on your resume and LinkedIn profile. I have mentored many mentees from different backgrounds, and I know that there are different communities that you can join. I, for myself, join a different community to see what practices and processes that I can learn from that community. If you need to learn more, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn and I can provide guidance on seeking a great mentor. For sure. And I think you bring up a very valuable point about how great it is to have mentors in an organization. It is true. Sometimes maybe you wouldn't have that in a smaller like startup. And I know you are a tech ally and have been doing that work on LinkedIn. I think it's also important for people to recognize that your mentor doesn't actually have to come from your organization and be assigned by HR. You can seek out resources on your own. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Matt. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Thank you.